everyone, welcome back to Let's FaceTime. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and today I am here with Kylie to do the Let's FaceTime podcast. Let's FaceTime is a podcast where we're just two friends catching up over FaceTime about everything that happens in our lives. Sometimes we have a theme, lately we have not. Join us on this journey of Catholicism, Lent, periodicals, and more. Have you heard the theory that birthmarks are where you were killed in your past lives? No. (laughs) I really like that. Well, I believe in reincarnation, and so I really like it. I think it's kind of cool. Birthmarks are where you were killed in past... That's kind of a fun concept. To be like, ah, I was stabbed here, you know, in another universe. (laughs) Yeah, I think it would be cool. In theory, if reincarnation is real, it would be cool if birthmarks were, like, marks that we were carrying with us from life to life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Not that we'd know, so I don't know why it would matter, but it still would be cool. No, but you would... You, like, know it as, like, a birth... It would be cool if you're like, oh, this has more significance. I feel like people really dismiss birthmarks, well, because they're just, like, assumed to be a birthmark, and not anything more than that but if for some reason people are like oh these are scars from other times or uh, i don't know it's a weird concept i think it's kind of cool yeah it's a cool theory i don't think i'm fully on board but (laughs) i like it in theory well i don't think you're fully on board with the theory of reincarnation so i think that really puts a dent in that that is true i don't think i am a (laughs) believer of reincarnation reincarnation but i think it as a concept i think learning about it is really cool i think it'd be cool yeah oh oh my god i was so mad so i called my parents this week just to like catch up and um i don't know something came up my family is catholic and something came up about easter and lent and so like traditionally we'll like give something up for lent and my parents were like, oh, are you going to give something up? Like, if so, what? Oh, that's Wednesday. You have to start giving Yeah, up. Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. And so I was like, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I'll probably just give up, like, ice cream or sweets. Because that's what I normally do. And it's kind of, and I like ice cream a lot. And so we had this conversation <laughs> with my parents. I then go to the grocery store. And at the grocery store, it is a buy one get one free Tillamook ice cream like the big quartz which is one of my favorite types of ice creams and they're so big and that's such a good deal because it's so much ice cream for like seven dollars and I was like wow and I'm literally giving this up in a week and I texted my parents I was like oh my god this is torture like there's this such good ice cream deal and instead of being like change what you give up or like it's fine like you're giving up something like keep it in the fridge my dad goes eat it all and you have one week to eat it all anyways and thinking that I'm gonna eat two giant like pie they're not even pints they're like quarts (laughs) of ice cream in one week if it was a pint you could do it for sure oh I could eat two pints in a week but these were not these were like the quarts the big full-size ice cream containers oh did you buy them no and I'm sad about it but it's fine. So now I'm fully committed to the ice cream bit. 
gotta keep it going because I gave up on a great deal. <laughs> so there we go. I am also technically Catholic, although as you <laughs> have probably guessed by now based on my theory of reincarnation, I am not exactly a practicing Catholic, but I am like Christian aligned. And so I think, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like spiritual but not religious doesn't actually describe how I feel because I am like decently strongly Christian aligned in some ways or like in <laughs> cultural background maybe I don't know yeah. I'm like I I believe in reincarnation of multiple gods but also I'm Christian aligned <laughs> yeah that's confusing but like maybe it's like you think of like Christian culture right like you celebrate yeah. Christmas like you do celebrate Easter to like the more like secular ideas I guess of it so yeah but I think this year for Lent I am going to give up negative self-talk. Oh, that's kind of cool. Because I've decided in recent years, like this is a thing that started in high school probably for me, so not that recent years, that giving up things for Lent is just a little bit silly. Mm-hmm. For me personally. Like, yeah. But so I like to try and give up things that aren't working for me in life or things that I want to change about my habits and lifestyle and things like as a as a backup new year's resolution because new year's resolutions are hard january sucks i'm depressed but late february early march things are turning around i have the energy to try something again so i'm gonna give up negative self-talk for lent see how it goes that's cool yeah no i feel like i've seen i've heard people talk about how like i feel like let religious or non-religious it's kind of like this it's a cool like you i kind of like that idea mm-hmm. of like oh it's new year's resolution sort of like take two you know it's like these like 40 days and you can make it as long or short as you want but traditionally it's 40 days that you can sort of dedicate to this change and like some most people give things up but an, another theory or i've heard people talk about is sort of like get new things or like yeah be more positive to yourself or like do something good or you know volunteer more and so it's just like this idea of sort of reinvigorating that so that's really cool even though I love just giving up food because I think it's an easy cop out uh (laughs) see if I give up food because I've done that in the past too and then it's the 40 days are over and then I just start eating it again and I've really made no material change except for was maybe sad for a few of the days in between (laughs) And because of the fact that I am, like, decently non-secular about my celebration of Lent, I don't really feel like um, honoring Jesus' walk through the desert by giving it up. So there's not really a whole ton of value in it for me. (laughs) So it makes more sense to try and do something that makes change. But because for some reason I still, like, feel the need to do something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there maybe there's something we should be working through here, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> like, let's dig let's unpack that. <laughs> yeah, definitely something that we could be unpacking. Definitely not something I'm going to at this juncture. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it's actually like the end of February. It's kinda crazy. This month flew by, but I guess it's a short month. It is a short month, and we do technically have one more week, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's a short week. It is a short week.
I guess not really for you because you still have to school no matter what, but for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because technically it is a short week, but I only have classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. And so is it really that big of a difference? Not really, because I'm also going into lab at all. every single day this weekend. So breaks are irrelevant, but I just have to push through like another three weeks and then I get a little bit of a break. So gotta keep going. Grad school people have to work so much harder than real life people. Yeah, but I do think it's less than undergrad. Like, I still think undergrad, I worked the most. That's fair. Like, I think I now sort of have a social life, when in undergrad, (laughs) I think my social life was just, like, doing work with friends in a classroom, realistically. Yeah, I feel like MIT definitely gave us an unrealistic perspective of what the normal amount of college work is like though and I'm sure there's a lot of other schools that are similar but I think there's also like a decent percentage of schools where they would be appalled by how much we have to work yeah like even when I hear from my siblings who went to different colleges and like my sister like watches tv and like does all these things and like do like go skiing on the weekends and like yeah we I also we also played a sport too which adds to a lot of our time but I don't know I just I feel like nearly everyone who went to MIT is like yeah everyone works so much (laughs) it is true like the amount of times it's like what are you doing this weekend and it's normally assumed that you're doing a lot of work for a large majority of it and like maybe you have some sort of fun club or activity but it's still a lot of work (laughs) sad Sad energy. But anyhow, the even though it was a lot of work in sad energy in undergrad, it now makes my life feel like it's not that much work, even though it probably is equally as much. So, depends. That's fair. That's the one good thing about having a heart. That's like what all the adults at my startup... Whoa. That's what... That made no sense. That's what all of the people who work at my company who used to work for startups say that now everything feels so much easier because they worked at a startup where you had to basically work like 18 hour days if something broke it was on you to fix it you had no help blah blah blah. and now they're like our current job just feels so much easier in comparison you guys you children who are coming straight to working here don't understand what it's like to work at a true startup (laughs) Wow. No, startups seem so hard. I don't know if I'd want to do them. There's also a lot of, like, responsibility because there are just less people and that you do everything, so. But, yeah. I'd have to feel truly passionate about the work that I was doing for me to ever even consider a startup. Yeah, that's true. Like, I wouldn't just work at a random tech startup, whereas some people do just work at random tech startups just because they want the experience of a startup. Mm-hmm. I would never... Yeah, I think it, you need to have a decent amount of passion toward it. But that's how I feel like I look at work and jobs. Like, I feel like I wouldn't want just a job. Like, some people have, like, oh, you know, you just want a job that you feel like you don't hate and it makes money and then you get fulfilled through other activities or you actually really enjoy your job. And I feel like I want more enjoyment than just, like, get money so I can do other fun things. I was talking to someone about this this weekend where I was like 
oh, I really actually enjoy my job, not necessarily because I feel a deep passion for my job, but because it's a job that isn't terrible. I don't actively hate it. And it gives me the resources to do what I want. My work-life balance is such that I can pursue things that I actually care about. Whereas if I... If I took a job that I was super passionate about, it would be a pay cut where I couldn't travel mm-hmm. and, like, visit my friends when I wanted to and go on random vacations. Like, I have so much PTO. I have the financial resources to do it. I can work from home. And I feel like, to me, I'm a big work-to-live, not live-to-work person. Ah. Uh. That is true. I feel like you do a lot of stuff outside of work, um, which is cool. Yeah, I work very hard when I'm at work, but then I also, when I'm not at work, I emotionally detach. I can work super hard for however long I need to, and then once I'm done, I'm, like, done. Mm. End of thought. Assignment submitted. It doesn't matter. Like, that's like in college. Once I press that submit button, it didn't matter. It could come back whenever, whatever. I've forgotten about it. Second, I hit the submit button. That's crazy. Recently, I've, like, not been, like, I've been, like, dreaming about my lab work and, like, just constantly thinking about it. And, like, I sometimes I wish I could detach, and I think I can if I truly want to, but I do spend a lot of my day thinking about it, thinking about ideas and concepts and what am I going to do. I think it's hard to sometimes detach. I think grad school and research feeds into that a lot more. Like, if I'm struggling with a problem at work or I'm trying to figure out the best way to solve it, then I'll see it coming back into my mind at random times because it's, like, a research problem. And yeah. a research problem, sometimes it just pops into your head where like, you want to think about it. Yeah. But that's fun for me, at least. So that's something I enjoy. Yeah, no, I enjoy it. Yeah. But just I just meant, mean, like, the, like, little things, the little day-to-day minutiae when I'm not working on anything that requires more thought than the regular hours. Mm, yeah. I will say, though, I don't know if I enjoy dreaming about lab and research. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. That was happening to me when I was really stressed about, like, layoffs and everything. Oh. And I was not sleeping well as a result. That's, like... <laughs> My But, like, my dreams aren't, like, fear dreams of, like, oh, I'm going to get laid off or my experiment's not working well. It's just, like, I don't even know. Like, what I have to do next in an experiment or, like, what I need to figure out next. Like, and I used to do it a lot when I was younger and would, like, study for test. Like, I remember, like, distinctly in, like, high school, I would, like, study for a math test or, like, a bio quiz or test and like have all the information and then like before I went to bed I would like almost like recite everything that I had like studied and learned and then I would like just like dream about it (laughs) and so it it reminds me of that yeah I know I'm crazy (laughs) and so it reminded me of that recently I'm like oh I'm just reciting everything that I've done or what I'm thinking about this is why you're in grad school and I'm not. <laughs> that is true. I also texted you this week and was like, I love science or whatever. Yeah, Kylie texted me and is like, guys, I have a new realization. I love science. It's so cool. And I'm like, Kylie, you are a bio PhD. <laughs> like, like, I am aware that you love science. You are a nerd. <laughs> your whole life okay i don't like the word actually nerd fine i probably am a nerd even though i won't admit it uh 
Wait, I'm a really big believer that everyone's a nerd about something. If you're not a nerd about something in your life, then you're boring. Yeah, but, like, nerds are weird. I guess, like, you're using nerd instead of, like, passion. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, what's your, what are you passionate about? And most people are passionate about something. So, would you consider that a nerd then? Yeah, if they deep dive into it and they want to learn more and they want to get to know more and they know way too much about it and they spend way too much time on it, then they're nerding out about it. I don't know. There's, like, this realization this week that... I was like, okay, I kind of like science and research. Because I don't know if I had that, like, feeling of, like, I like it. And not that I've disliked it, but I was like, whoa, science is cool. I like science. And I just wanted to share it. <laughs> it was really cute. That's really wholesome. I'm happy for you, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need to do some other stuff in my life besides science. My room smells like lavender because of my candle. Because it's... Which you can now light whenever you want. And I can now light with my new lighter. It's a weird lighter, though. It's like those sparky lighters. Oh, the really fancy nice ones. I don't know if I'd say really fancy. Well, when I tried it first, it didn't work. And I think it's because I needed to be charged. You, like, charge this lighter. Okay, I would definitely say a lighter which you charge is fancy. Yeah, that's very cool. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun to see the little zap go through. And you can't burn yourself with that. So that's a big... Well, I guess that you could true. if you stick your finger in it. <laughs> but, yeah, you, like, you could burn yourself, but it takes... Oh, my God. Um, speaking of lighters, because this apparently comes up way too often in our conversations... Um, one of my friends here in Seattle who loves the podcast and has listened to a lot has the same type of lighter that you had, the like stubby one. Yeah. Except it's Snoopy um written on the outside and she was like, Look at this lighter, like I needed it for candles and <laughs> That's quite cute. They only had Snoopy. So just wanted to let you know you're not alone. Oh good. I've never seen one of my nubby lighters anymore, is us that we're calling it now. <laughs> But I deeply love it. Yeah. But we have covered that. Um, so. I also get real time. I don't know if some of my friends from high school will listen to the podcast and then text me like sort of like their live commentary. Like I've had people text me about like their fate. Like my one friend was like, oh, my God, I love. What did she say? One of her favorite um meal prep meal she was like oh i love this because it microwaves well or <laughs> that's great i love that they replied to our questions which we post the audience wait no they don't reply to these questions they that just was a question individually that we text me we said what is your favorite meal oh, prep meal that's true that is fair they respond they just respond directly to me mm-hmm. wow i never realized that <laughs> You forgot that we did, in fact, ask for people's responses. Yeah, no, I forgot that we asked for people to respond. Please respond. Please give us any questions, comments, concerns, theories, thoughts, periodicals, articles. Oh, my God, send me an interesting article. I love reading random stuff. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I don't even know how to reply to that. 
like (laughs) periodicals i don't know what a periodical is it's some sort of article though right Mm -hmm. yeah but one that comes out periodically i think yeah so like what's the difference like yeah it's an article periodical if you have an interesting an article is something that you publish it's one thing a periodical is something which you publish quarterly or monthly or halfly. But does it have but are there articles in a periodical? Yeah, I think each periodical has well, issues maybe I would say. I don't know. Let me look it up. This is so interesting. I feel like it's an old timey thing or an old timey concept. Yeah, it's um, a magazine it's or fun. newspaper published at regular intervals. So it'd be an issue, not a article. Oh. So send me an issue, periodical, articles. But sending um, you the periodical would be like texting you the words Wall Street Journal. <laughs> like, I mean, like, Wall Street Journal issue, like, 57, whatever. Like, it could no, be a no, whole no, no, issue. No. Like, maybe, like, a magazine. Like, a magazine is, like, a periodical. Right, but the periodical... The, a singular magazine is one issue of a periodical. But a single magazine. So what you want is an issue of a periodical. You do not want an entire periodical, which would be the whole catalog. Oh, so you're saying that technically a periodical is the like overall thing that's, that governs what's being issued regularly. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> so like... Like what you said, like the Wall Street Journal, that would be a periodical and the issues are what you yes. read. Or yeah. like Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh. Oh, so send me issues of <laughs> periodicals. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> I'm glad we clarified that. Also, I've been like play this. Lighter is quite fun because you have to, like, snap open the zippy part before you can, like, zap. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going up, down, up, down, zap, zap. That's cute. I, like, feel like this is good. I'm going to break this or hurt myself. I need to put it away. (laughs) Um, I started Game of Thrones. Have you never seen Game of Thrones? I read the entire book series of Game of Thrones, but I never watched the TV show. I don't know why. I guess it was somewhat boycotting someone I didn't have time when it came out in college I don't know why I wasn't watching it but I've started now and let me tell you there's so much like mommy energy in that show like I just deeply love it so much mommy energy like every like all the moms in that show like it's just like so powerful I forgot, so I used to love Game of Thrones when I read it in middle school, but I forgot how many powerful women there are, like Cersei and Catelyn Stark, and it's just like, I'm obsessed with it. That's exciting. So, I'm having a great time. It's my personal Game of Thrones renaissance. I'm glad that you've, like, taken a hold of this that is, I don't know, it got big, like, years, like, three, four years ago. Well, I'd already read all the books. So then it felt pointless, but now it's becoming much more clear that George R.R. Martin is quite simply never going to write a final book to the series. So I'll just watch the show. I just feel like I just, 
repulse popular shows like that. Like, I have never read Game of Thrones. I have no desire to watch Game of Thrones. I have never read Harry Potter, and I don't have much aspirations to also read Harry Potter. So, I don't know. I feel like, or Divergence, or any of those, like, like similar TV movie book series. I don't know. Besides Percy Jackson. Well, that's just because you're stubborn. I am stubborn. And I like to be a little bit, (laughs) like different and then I'm like I don't want to read that <laughs> even though everyone else is reading it and they <laughs> highly recommend it have you read the hunger no. games no you should read the hunger games are so that hunger games are the best dystopia series ever written nothing will ever live up to it I think I'm just against dystopia series but you've never read them okay <laughs> it's like you you can't say you dislike broccoli if you don't eat it first, you know? Big believer. Okay, also, I've had salmon recently. <laughs> oh, yeah, can we talk about that? <laughs> mm. <laughs> because why didn't you ever <laughs> finish that thought? <laughs> so, um, why we're dying is because randomly <laughs> yesterday, I texted a group chat with Jocelyn and Anna, salmon is scary, with no context, did not follow up with any more information besides that, and so... <laughs> no, 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 you did follow up with more information. A few hours later, you said, guys, bagels. <laughs> <laughs> That's because bagels were on everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh. Yeah, I realized that this morning. I was like, oh. Oh, but I could see how that could be confused. Anna literally called me. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm great. She's like, okay, because your texts recently have been concerning. And I was like, oh, my salmon text? (laughs) Yeah, we, did you eat salmon? Okay, so this is what happened. We get meals after games for basketball, and I thought I picked, like, a chicken dish, but I somehow got salmon. And so I'm like, well, I guess we're eating salmon. And so it was like rice, salmon, and broccoli. And salmon was just like overwhelming. It's like the first time that I've had salmon. And I think it's kind of scary, mainly because it was so pink. And it's kind of flaky. And I'm just unfamiliar with salmon. Because like chicken, I like kind of know what I like to eat, what I don't like to eat. Like I just prefer usually the white meat. And I don't really like anything with veins or skin. Or like I'm very picky. You're so picky. Jesus. (laughs) And for (laughs) salmon, I just don't know how do I feel. Like do I eat the skin? Like what can I eat or not eat? And it was an overwhelming experience. And it's so pink. You do not eat the skin on salmon. Okay, well I don't think I did. So... But it's, like, flaky, and flaky's good? Yeah, it is flaky. Okay. I also just felt like it tasted, like, nothing. I don't know. It was scary. It just, like, scared me. I didn't like it. I sort of was just like, I just gotta eat this because I need protein, and this is all I have right now. It's been a long time since I've eaten salmon, so I don't remember what it tastes like, but I do enjoy this explanation. (laughs) So, yeah, that was my salmon experience. I think it's kind of scary. But when you come visit me in Seattle, we're going to go to the locks, which apparently is associated with salmon because they have to, like, jump in between these locks. Did you say associated with? Like, locks is salmon. 
No, locks. Oh, you mean you want to go to locks? To the locks. Like, no, I thought you said like L O X. Oh. Like the locks that they put on bagels. And I was like, yes, Kylie, locks is salmon. But I see you mean L O C K S, the gates, which the yeah, fish Yeah, the little ladder that they go like, boom, 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 up the ladder. Okay, we'll do it. The locks are a journey for another time, <laughs> however, and today we are going to wrap up the podcast. And it's so all over the place, God. <laughs> You can follow Kylie at GallagherK17 on Twitter and at Gallagher underscore Kylie on Instagram. You can follow me, Jocelyn, at LifeWithJoss on Twitter or at Jocelyn underscore Lutzi on Instagram. You can also find me on my website, rightthroughthenight.com. Make sure to give Let's FaceTime a review and rate it five stars everywhere you get your podcast. We love reviews and feedback and opinions. We take feedback so well. EOM. So well. (laughs) Bye. Bye.